Jack is back. Day 79. It is the 25th of October and it's Monday. The title of today's episode is Handstands and Breathwork are Saving My Ass Right Now, which is hilarious because those are literally the two apps that I want to build. <laughs> uh, so I'm really just living my own truth right now. So I'm just, in case you're wondering, if you listened to the last episode yesterday, I um, still not good yet. I'm not good again yet. A little better though. Definitely a little better. I've uh, maintained a bit of distance, haven't spoken to my friend, and um, I feel, I still feel like really, really sad and a lot of emotions around it, but just even one day of just complete distance and, and just blackout uh, and just start switching my focus has really helped. I did a really good workout today at the gym. I met up with Dylan. We worked on the Breathwork app and um, and then I came home and I did handstands. I did my 100 handstand entries workout, which is one of those workouts that I used to do semi-often. I The ideal is to do it every day, uh, but it's pretty extreme to be honest. It goes for about 12 minutes. I use an interval timer and it just tells me up, down, up, down, up, down, and you do 10, and you rest for 20 seconds, and then you do 10 sets, and it's 100 handstands in total. I cannot do all, all the handstands. It crushes me, and my form is terrible. I maybe get, in the whole workout, I maybe get like 12 good handstands in, like 12 nice ones, and then the rest are really sloppy, or just a half kind of, like weak little kind of hop on the ground. <laughs> so I did that and 100 hands, it just, it's, it's brutal. It's like a hit workout. It works out so much of your, so much, honestly, it's almost your full body that it works out. It does obviously your shoulders, your traps, your arms, but then also every time you kip up, every time you hop up, it, it's like your legs and your glutes and your back. So it's actually a great workout. And the breath work this morning was just what I needed. It was just a really good way for me to start my day. I did the breath work. I felt a lot better. I, had, I didn't sleep much last night, again, so I'm pretty exhausted overall. But I did the breath work, felt a lot better, and then decided that I'm going to go to the gym. <laughs> I haven't been to the gym in like eight or nine days, and that's a major problem. So I went to the gym, had a great workout, felt amazing afterwards, and uh, yeah, did some work. So let's talk about the app. So Dylan and I had a bit of a discussion, and we're still in, in the design phase of the app right now. So development is more, the work that I'm doing on the development side is more about thinking about the architecture, thinking about what kind of technical hurdles there might be, thinking about strategic um, the strategy behind the roadmap of launching new features and um, how which things need to be thought about in a scalable way from day one and which things don't necessarily need to be scalable on day one and maybe never going to be scalable. So there's a lot of thought that I'm putting into the overall architecture of the app based on the design discussions. But that's about it. I'm not actually writing any code yet. I'm not tinkering with 
any of the APIs and the libraries and the frameworks. Um, it's purely all about the user experience, all about the design. It's so important. The tech on this one is far less important than executing on the right user experience because there are other apps out there that are already very successful. But I have a feeling that Dylan and I are going to crush the competition, absolutely destroy it because we have a completely different design mentality around this concept of doing sequenced breathwork, breathwork sequences and programming the sequences into a, like almost like a course, like you do the program, like a workout program. You do, you do the, the workout every day and then after 30 days you finish the program, you see the results and then you, you, you get it experientially. It's not like you need someone to explain the concepts to you Although we will do that, we will have explain, explanation videos. You just get it experientially. You'll feel it, and that's what the other apps are not doing at all. Um, they're not sequenced very well at all. They're just using kind of vanilla science around breathwork, vanilla breathing patterns. You know, like box breathing became very popular because then it became known that the Navy SEALs used that breathing technique to stay calm in battle conditions. And um, and therefore, it became like, all right, everyone, <laughs> let's build apps around box breathing, and you know, let's let's make that super popular. This is that, but it's also not. This is a far more advanced sequenced program of breathwork sequences. So um, that gets results, actual results, and you'll feel the effects and you'll feel the benefits. And it'll be designed in a way that it's not. So the big problem with the apps that I'm seeing right now is that you open the app, you don't know what to do. And this is true of most meditation apps as well. You open the app, maybe not most, um, some. This is true of some big apps out there. You want to do something good, beneficial, but you don't know what to do. You don't know where to go. It's just a whole bunch of stuff. Like inside, take Insight Timer, for example. And which is a meditation app that started out really simple as just meditation gongs as a timer. Um, now it's huge. It's a massive platform where people can live stream their meditations and you can go on there. There's so much free content. So like so much free content. It's awesome. But if you've never used the app before, you're going on looking for a good meditation. It's kind of hard to find. It's kind of hard to find. It's very easy if somebody shares their favorite meditation with you, because then you know, ah, I go on the app, this is the meditation that my friend recommends, and I do it. Easy, easy. But if you don't, if, if nobody shared, shared something with you, you are going to have a hard time, because I actually experienced this. Like the, us the user experience is much, much trickier when, when um, you don't know where you're going or what you're looking for. Uh, so, same with breathwork apps. So you go on and it's like, all right, let's try a bunch of different types of breathing patterns. You've got a whole bunch that you can try. You can try something that's branded as energizing. You can try something that's branded as relaxing. You can try something that's branded as being for anxiety or for stress or to help you wake up. And they're pretty much just very simple vanilla 
breathing timers. And um, there's no real, uh, there's no real guidance to it. It's it's just UI feedback on, you know, this little circle bubble that's expanding for your inhale and then shrinking for your exhale. And then maybe there's like a metronome guiding you in the process. Maybe the phone vibrates as well to give you some kind of haptic feedback. Um, but it's just nothing compared to what Dylan and I have planned. <laughs> we have we have this whole experience plan that we're giving people. It has music that's paired perfectly to the sequence. It has Dylan Dylan himself giving his energy and give, giving his guidance into the practice as if you're there with him uh, in in a workshop. It's like it's got this kind of workshop feel, like a like a retreat kind of feel to it. You're on a retreat with a practitioner who is teaching these advanced concepts and delivering them to you in this whole experience. That's the feel that we're going for. And so I, I, I'm very confident that we, we are going to do very well with this app. Um, but yeah, we are getting clearer on the core design and the UX. One of the biggest considerations is this problem of the paradox of choice. You go into the app, there's a lot of content. What do you do? What do you choose? It's difficult. And I like to think of unless somebody shared something with you that you know that you have to do, then the paradox of choice is eliminated. And that's the perfect scenario when somebody shares their favorite meditation with you or their favorite workout with you. I experienced this with, um, with Allo Moves as well. I have a membership on Allo and I found that when somebody shares their favorite yoga class with me, I'm much more likely to jump on and do it. Whereas if I don't know what I'm looking for, it's like when you're trying to find a movie on Netflix, you're like, ah, what do I want? What do I want? You spend like two hours like watching trailers and researching movies. And you're like, do I like this? Do, is that what I'm feeling? Is that what I'm in the mood for? Uh, and then eventually you pick something and, and you're like, eh, I didn't really like it. <laughs> or um, you just don't pick anything and you're like, ah, screw it. That's the user experience that we, we want to avoid. We want to avoid that paradox of choice. Duolingo does a really good job of this. They, all you have to really do is pick the language that you want to learn. You know which language you want to learn already, so that's not that's not difficult. Uh, they have a fairly simple way of doing that. And once you pick the language that you want to learn, this is where they've eliminated eliminated the paradox of choice because they have these little language bubbles where you can study different aspects of the language, different aspects of grammar, different domains of vocabulary, maybe you want to study words about nature or words about transportation. That There's a lot of those. There's lots of those bubbles, but they eliminate the paradox of choice by creating a, a vertical sequence where you can only choose between a maximum of three different ones at any one time. And you have to finish them before you can unlock the next ones. After you finish unlocking things, then you can choose whichever one out of all the things that you want to go back to. But they, they eliminate that, that overwhelm initially. And you have to kind of earn it. You have to earn the right to, to know what it is that you like. You have to earn the right to have flexibility in your preference. I think that's a really good design overall. And so, yeah, we, we spoke about this. Where we're probably going to implement some kind of locked sequence where you have to finish the core, the core program, which will be between a 15 and 30 day program 
each day you do each day you do a sequence, you unlock the next day, but you don't get to go to the next day until you unlock it. You have to actually do it to unlock it. And I think that's going to be a good way to pace people and to provide some kind of achievement and some sen a sense of accomplishment and progression through their practice at the same time as eliminating the paradox of choice. Once they finish the main sequence, then this kind of more options will open up to them. And of course, if they want to fast track that, then they can just pay for pro and they can just go and do whatever they want in the library, um, which is a similar, similar setup to how Insight Timer works. Um, and most of these apps actually have that same model. So that is the progress update today. I also did do my, uh, my Duolingo and I did a bit of programming work this morning. Just um, I'm kind of working through this advanced iOS architecture um, master class at the moment. It's uh, sorry, crash course, which has just three lectures and then they try to sell you onto the premium program, which is like 2000 US dollars. Not going to buy the premium program. Maybe one day, maybe it would be good to have some high tech mentors and these guys definitely, definitely know their shit. They're definitely senior level, but I'm not, I'm not ready to be, a, to be learning to be a senior. <laughs> I am learning to be a junior who can solve any problem uh, and then spend my time wisely and efficiently <laughs> to get valuable work done. But um, yeah, generally you would be maybe two or three years of actual job experience, work experience before you're looking at leveling up to being senior. It was really interesting though to watch how they refactored some bad code. So they had this view controller that was it's standard kind of janky, like over-engineered view controller. It's over-engineered, under-engineered view controller that was just very long, full of if-else statements and had a lot of uh, fatal errors and error handling and typecasting to any. And just it was just a very like kind of typical bad code thing. And watching this guy refactor it and eliminate the fatal error potential and eliminate the typecasting to any and simplify the code and modularize it using a test. It was like test-driven refactoring. It was actually really cool to watch. I was like, I was quite impressed by this guy. He just he obviously practiced it before and did it before in preparation for the lecture, but um, it was cool to, cool to see <laughs> a professional at his craft. So that was in lecture two. I haven't actually watched lecture three yet, but um, lecture one, they're kind of just selling you on the concept of it's nice to be a senior. It's nice to get paid a lot, <laughs> which I didn't really need to be sold on. I knew that, but yeah, it was motivating and inspiring and you get, you get amped up. You're like, yeah, 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 I want it. I want it. So yeah, I did that. And that's about it. That's pretty much all I did today for the development side of things. So yeah, that's it. Jack's hack for today, handstands and breath work. Handstands are, they are a great exercise and they're just super healthy. Being inverted is great for your blood flow, circulation. It's good for strength, balance, focus. Um, it's, a, it's a good long-term skill. So you, you get this good sense of achievement when you finally crack the code of the handstand. 
and it's just very energizing, very energizing. If you ever need to, if you're ever feeling a bit sleepy and you want to just wake yourself up for a bit of, I don't know, an afternoon work session, you're feeling a bit of a slump, 100 handstands will definitely do that. <laughs> and the breath work is a hack because you can use the breath in 101 different ways, actually a lot more to, to achieve different outcomes physiologically and psychologically in your body. It's like a, it's like a life hack that just, just keeps on spiraling into, you know, it's like a fractaling thing where there's so many branching types of breathing patterns that have different effects on the body. <laughs> it's, there's just a lot to it. It's, I think as a, as a domain of expertise, it's a, pretty good one to have a lot of experience in because there are certain things you can do with your breath that could only otherwise be achieved using drugs and you can just use your breath it's and it's always there it's always with you it's this amazing tool that you can have that does you don't need anything it's completely free you can do incredible things with it incredible things and so yeah that is jack's hack for today Day 79. Thanks for listening, everyone. Talk to you again tomorrow.